Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. What's going on? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. That's right. And this is the Viewers Anonymous podcast. Happy holidays. And what's going on to you, buddy? What's up, man? Man, fuck these holidays. But, <laughs> <laughs> but man, you know, I'm above ground. I'm breathing. I guess mm-hmm. I'm all right, man. Uh, I will say, though, you know, uh, I did a, I did a pod, put out a pod uh, on The Sopranos the other day. I did like a little, you a finished little. it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I finished it. I wow. Okay. Yo. Okay. Okay. Yo. I gotta go listen to this. Yeah, you gotta listen to it, man. I'm telling you that the ending. I see why motherfucker was mad. So okay. I leave. I leave. You you're here on the pot, but okay. I did. I did a little. A little. I don't know. A little five minute kind of year review type of thing. Right. But mainly, I just talked about you know ups and downs and shit. But mm-hmm. you know. Rest in peace, Uncle Washington, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, because, you know, because I talked about how I had to, you know, end the Stolen Time podcast. And, mm-hmm. you know, that was, you know, really the reason why. And, like, just even just really the holidays, man. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, just him not being here, you know, still kind of eye, still kind of eerie and stuff like that. So right. it was just a little something I talked about on the pod. But, uh, but anyway, I took, I'm taking way too long. But right, how you, you doing, it, man? man? How you feeling, man? And how was your holidays, Mary? Man, my holiday was great. You know what I'm saying? Um, this was the best holiday ever. This is the best Christmas ever because I didn't have to do nothing but give my kids tablets and gift cards. This was amazing, brother. Um, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> their grandpa got them a PS5, so I didn't have to go that route, which is oh, a, which is always good. Um, I was gonna get my youngest son a Nintendo Switch, uh, light the handheld one. Because uh, my oldest son got one. So, you know, I'm saying? I figured I'd get him one, too. Couldn't find it nowhere. So I came up with the, di- uh, you know what I'm saying, the, di- the diversion tactic when uh got tablets. And, um, you know what I'm saying, I remember telling you about the Google Stadia not too long ago. So mm-hmm. the controllers for it can connect to the tablets. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know what I'm saying, they, we was, they was playing the game on their tablets with the controllers. And... On top of that, you know what I'm saying? I was playing with them, so we played the game, you know what I'm saying, on Christmas. It was fun. Um, you know what I'm saying? We did a you know what I'm saying, a little something, something. I made them some s'mores this weekend. My mom was, you know what I'm saying, throwing out all these ideas, and then they stuck to the s'mores one. So I went and um, got some firewood and everything, opened up the fire pit because it was 60-something degrees on Christmas. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. It was warm as hell. Was- and and the day after, that Sunday was, was 65. Dude, it was it was like 70, 71 here. Yeah, man. It so was, it was it was it's crazy. It's crazy. Because exactly. you know we get yeah. snow. We ain't got no That's snow. That's what I'm yet. saying. That's why I was like, damn, like really? Yeah, we ain't got no snow. It's been raining like crazy, but we ain't got no snow yet. So we'll see, man. It's looking like it's gonna be a lot of snow in March up here. So I don't know. But um outside of that, man, we had a we had an amazing Christmas, man. Um my sister bought me a, a Apple AirTag, so I don't get lost. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to her. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> so, <laughs> so outside of that, man, everything was great, man. Um, so yeah, 
it was it was it's been a pretty good pretty good holiday, man. I can't complain. Um, outside of where I wanted it to be, you know what I'm saying? But shit happens. But you know what I'm saying? This is a special episode because <clears throat> you know what I'm saying. Um, I talked to you offline and I told you, you know what I'm saying, we're gonna scrap the rest of the Christmas stuff because Christmas is over now. And I forgot that you know what I'm saying, this movie was coming out. But you know what I'm saying, we both went to go see it, we both watched it. So we're gonna do a special edition. Usually we do this on Fridays. Today we're gonna go ahead and throw this in there. We're gonna do a what we watching, and then we're gonna get into it. So are you ready for what we watching, Brody? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Oh shit! Shout out to Casey, bro. <laughs> we gotta make that longer because that beat all right. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that beat hard, bro. We gotta we gotta get with Casey and, and get something longer than that. That beat all right. Um, so man, what you got for what we watching, bro? Oh man, listen, I was able to get a lot of content in this weekend because remember mm-hmm. I told you I was like, look, my my holidays were trash, so I spent a lot of it. Watching them uh, new content, man. Yeah. Um, like I like I mentioned, I finished The Sopranos. Um, it ended up being especially seven seasons because it's the, the sixth season, the six A and six B. Right. But like, so I finished that. So obviously, I need something else to take up my time. I, I watched I watched a few new movies, but what I'm going to speak about is I started watching Dope Sick on Hulu. Uh, it's a Hulu show. Um, I'm like nine episodes deep right now. It's it's basically about the uh uh the oxycotton uh epidemic. And know? I'm jealous and I'm jealous because I gotta buy Hulu so I can watch it. <laughs> yeah, I wanted, I wanted to watch that. I've been hearing great things about that. Yo, it is it is it is nuts, man. Like the only thing that sucks about it is just that the 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 how sneaky, you know what I'm saying, these pharmaceutical companies are. And mm-hmm. the FDA, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and just like I hate like how they orchestrated a lot of this shit, how the um dude how they they targeted an area like they targeted like the Appalachia area because they knew that there would be a lot of like working people, people that coal mine and farm and shit like that, mm-hmm. like because they say that those are jobs where people are more opt to get hurt and to have you know chronic pain and shit, so they targeted this area to test this opioid. Um, where this oxycotton shit is, dude, it it is it is nuts, dude. Uh, it is completely nuts, but it's it's a really good show. You know what I'm saying? Got Michael Keaton in it. Um, okay. We all know Michael Keaton is, you know, what I'm saying pretty much a legend out here in these streets. Yeah, um, It got uh, oh, what's my girl name? Rose Rosetta, um, uh, not Rosetta, uh, Rose Byrne. No, Dawson, uh. Rosario yeah, Dawson. Yeah, Rosario Dawson. Like she's oh, in it. Oh my goodness, that's my um, that's my baby. Yeah, man. I've been loving Rosario Dawson for a long time. What since kids? Yeah, <laughs> for a long hey. time. But uh, yeah, like I watched it. Well, I'm watching it. I'm like I said, I'm nine episodes in right now. So uh, that's that's what I've been watching, man. I've been watching Dope since, since I finished uh, The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. That's what's up, man. Um, so okay. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Up, I, remember, I remember what it is. Okay, two things, real quick, real quick, real quick. Mm-hmm. Number one, don't look up is trash. That's number one. No, it's not. That movie's trash. But no, anyway, it's not. 
It's trash. No, it's not. Okay. That. Don't you de- okay, we're about to debate about this. We're gonna debate about this after after I go in and we're gonna get into it. But no, it's not, bro. No, it's Dude, not. No, I did not I did no. I did not. I will with. not I will but, not let you disrespect Leonardo like that. No. Hey, listen. And then the other movie that I was trying to think of the other movie that I watched. Mm-hmm. I actually watched uh three, but the uh, like I watched Don't Look Up, but the Unforgettable. The uh the uh What's her name? Sandra Bullock joint on Netflix. Oh uh, no, nah. I ain't seen it. I'm gonna have to check man, it out. Man. That shit, that shit end up, yeah, end up being really good, man. Uh, because you know, obviously, she got to deal with Netflix. A lot of people. I mean, yeah, it's 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 also Sandra Bullock though. That's... Yeah, and then mm-hmm. like a lot of people didn't like that uh, Bird Box shit, but this this is different. No, um, Bird Box was fire though. See, I thought I thought that it was all right. I don't. I yeah, see why Bird Box was all right though. I don't see why people just really didn't fuck with it. Like I Man. thought Bird Box was cool. Nah, Bird Box is hype, right, bro. But, you um, gotta hold on. This is the thing, though. You gotta go around, right? Uh huh. Blind, but you're not blind, bro. That's come on, man. That's tough. That's knowing you can tough. see, knowing you can see, you gotta fight the urge to, to even peek a little bit. Like, come on, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. That was that concept is fire, bro. I like Bird yeah. Box is fire. Yeah, but uh yeah, I watched the Unforgettable Man. It's it's really good, man. Um she basically uh, my words got to word this carefully. Um she did something well well, damn, man. Cuz like, I don't want to give it away, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But like it's called Unforgettable for a reason because let's just say she is involved in a situation where a cop was killed. Okay. And like she spends twenty years in jail, and like so she wants to get like when she gets out of jail, she wants custody of her. Well, she wants to. When she got locked up, she was with her little sister, which I think she she was five years old at the time. Okay. And so she was locked up for twenty twenty years. So obviously the girl's twenty five. So she wants to get back in contact with her sister. She tried to piece that up. Yeah, she's trying to piece that up, yeah. but then at the same time, she's trying to get a job and all this type of shit, and like people don't want to fuck with her because she's a cop killer yeah. and all this shit. But uh, it's it's a pretty good movie, man. So yeah, I've been I've been on I've been on this content shit, man, for for the last couple of, uh, last couple of days, man. That's what's up, man. I have two. Um, so two things. I finally saw uh Venom. Let there be carnage. Um, great okay. movie. Great movie. Um, shout out to Marvel for that. Shout out to Sony as well. Um, also, watch this documentary, man, called The Vow on HBO Max. It's about a sex cult, and it is amazing how stupid people <laughs> are once again. Um, the cult documentaries never cease to amaze me only because somehow some dude and some woman finds like this weird way to manipulate a bunch of people into doing some stuff that they know that they shouldn't do, but mm-hmm. somehow they tie like religion or like some higher power to it, and then all of a sudden, like it's cool to do it from there on. So, uh, <laughs> we've seen this multiple, multiple times, uh, but this one is this one is like it goes deeper, deeper into it. Um, it is, let me see how many episodes, it's nine episodes, so it's not that long, they are like an hour long, so you could probably watch this like in a weekend if you can, but I mean like this goes from like to regular people to like CEOs, like it's a bunch of people that's in here that, you know what I'm saying, that you'll be like, wow, I never would have expected that person to be in there, 
Um, so they kind of just break it down. The um, I forgot what the actual sex code is called, but it's it's wild, bro. Just know that it's wild. <laughs> they they talk about some wild stuff in here, and it's like rituals and all that. You know what I mean? Like, um, if you ever seen Eyes Wide Shut, it kind of gives you that kind of feel. But it's called The Vow. It's on HBO Max. Y'all go check that out. Um, yeah. Also, like you said, don't look up. All right, now we got to get into this because Don't Look Up is a great movie. Man, listen. Okay, when I say trash, mm-hmm. this is what I mean by trash. You got Leonardo DiCaprio. You yes. got uh, Kate Blanchett. You got Meryl Streep. You got Jonah mm-hmm. Hill. Mm-hmm. Like you got all these motherfuckers. You forget somebody. Like, uh, who else was in that shit? Uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence. There you go. And like when you, you have a favorite also, character in the movie, by the way. The th- this is the thing. Like when you you remember, like when we were had a conversation on the four three, where I would say there is a such thing as too much talent. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to movies. Mm-hmm. You can have all the big actors, but the expectations go up. That's no, the don't. problem. No, it, yes, it does, man. You forget one thing. You forget one thing. What? The director and the producer. Who are they? I don't know. Adam McKay. Man, get Adam McKay the hell up out of here. Listen, Listen you do you know what Adam McKay is famous for? I I do, but I forgot. Um, Step Brothers. Step Brothers. So that lets you know automatically what type of movie this is going to be. Man, listen. Step Brothers, this is what man. I meant. Adam McKay is a comedic genius when it comes to directing or producing movies. And that's what this was. This was a parody of um, like Deep Impact, uh, like those type of movies. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 when I say when I say trash, I mean trash for the people that was in it. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't it wasn't a trash movie. I just when I the reason I even clicked on it. Number one, anytime it's Leonardo DiCaprio, because the thing to. about him is he's one of those people. It ain't that he's such a great actor. It's the point that he don't pick a lot of bad. Nah, he's you know a great saying? actor, bro. Fat Leo. He was Fat Leo, bro. He was like, Fat Leo. He was Fat Leo, bro. Come on, and they man. and they turned Jennifer Lawrence into the crazy white chick. And but the thing is, like it, it was like, like I said, it was it was good, but I just felt like when I seen all the people that was in it, it mm-hmm. was just like, yo, you got to give me more than this. Like, okay, so you was expecting more? Okay, yeah, like that's all. Like, yeah, I was just, I was, I was expecting more, but even, but like even like the concept of the movie, it's like. Yeah, like they would be able to have a, a a president go off of a uh of a thing of don't look up and like all these motherfuckers. That's how dumb people are. Like we're gonna do a whole thing about don't look up, exactly. and all these motherfuckers like we ain't looking up, and then one dude look up and it's like, dude, in the middle, in the middle of the. <laughs> In the middle of the campaign rally, which which I thought was genius. So this is my thing, right? Um, I think that what this movie kind of did was kind of, once again, it made, you know what I'm saying, a parody of like movies like Deep Impact, um, Mission to Mars, you know what I'm saying, like those type movies. But also it 
it kind of made a parody of. Oh, don't forget about Armageddon. Yeah, Armageddon. Exactly, Armageddon. Because they tried one of those Armageddon yeah. moves in there. Yeah. So um, it 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 kind of basically made fun of, and, and and it was in a sense like a microcosm of society, right? Like the fact that it's groups of people who would believe anything that one person says, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, in a sense, if you want to get biblical with it, it's like idolatry. So, <laughs> like, anything this person said, they're going to believe it, they with it. And then finally, like, you get the chance to see, especially with that specific scene, you get a chance to see, like, that one person that's, like, so into it, like, yeah, whatever he says. And then he just so happened to look up and see this big-ass meteor coming. He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> they lie, look. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, I thought that that was funny, like, because – we've been seeing that over like the past two, three years with the whole, you know what I'm saying? MAGA thing and with Trump and, and Ted Cruz and all them, like we've seen just how much not even, and I take that back, not even with them, just like even with the Democrats with this whole vaccine thing, like just in general, we, we just see how many people are just like so caught up in, you know what I'm saying? Like being under a label and like doing any and everything up under that label. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever the cookie cutter form is for that label, they are trying their best to fit it. And I think that this movie kind of showed that. Like, for instance, when she was on the on the thing, um, when she was on the uh, news thing with Tyler Tyler Perry dude, and I forgot what uh, who the other shit was. Yeah, and they sitting there talking, and she like, yeah, it's a meteor coming. And he was like, yeah, so what's the thing? She was like, yeah, just a 100%, you know what I'm saying, guaranteed rate that we all going to fucking die. And they like, <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, he said, he said, could immediately land in New Jersey at my uh, ex-wife's like, house. How, how are you making jokes? <laughs> and we about to die. <laughs> like, ain't nothing exactly. funny about this. She dead ass serious. So it's like just seeing that, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it, to me, I think Adam McKay did a great job. Of, of basically mirroring society, but at the same time making fun of society. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that in a situation like this, this is possibly how it could be. Like, and it's and it's not a, a slight to even think that that's the way it could be. So for me, I thought it was genius for him to even put this together to make it happen. Um, salute to Adam McKay because you know what I'm saying. Step Brothers is one of my favorite movies, of course. So yeah, I think he did a great job, bro. So I don't really talk about you tripping, man. <laughs> tripping. That's funny. That's funny. So, um, what'd you say? No, nah, no, nah, you got it. You got it. Okay. So, the movie that we're doing, man, you already know if you read the title, this ain't no secret The Matrix Resurrection. Um, but I'm gonna be honest with you, this didn't resurrect nothing. You should have left it dead. So you this shit dead. I'm sorry. I'm not hiding it. I'm not hiding it. They should have left this shit dead. They messed it up, man. Yo. The Wachowski, uh, I don't, well, sisters. I don't know. they sisters now? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to just say the Wachowskis just to be safe because I don't want to say the wrong thing and get nobody offended. So the Wachowskis, um, I know one of them is not into it like that. I know they still play a part in it, but they don't necessarily, um, I, I don't know. I forgot which one it is, but I know one of them is actually the, the head of everything right now. Cause that's, that's Lena. The, Lena? Yeah. Okay, so she was the one that, you know what I'm saying? That directed like it and wrote the top it. Top dog of it, yeah. I know the other one was still involved, though. The other sister, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the other sister was still involved. Um, So sitting here, you know what I'm saying, like watching it and everything, I enjoyed the first half of it. 
The first half was pretty cool. Um, no, I'm, I take that back. I enjoyed the second half of it up to a point. And then the first half was pissing me off because the first half, for all y'all that don't know, let me go. I'm sorry, I forgot the synopsis. So for all y'all that don't know, the synopsis of this is basically um, there's a group of outcasts, I guess you could say that they are, and they sneak away from um, the real world to basically jump into the Matrix to find Neo uh, because, well, shit, I don't know. Why was they finding Neo? Because there was there was a glitch in the game. Oh, that's right. It was the new Matrix. Yeah. So the, cause it okay. So it's not the fuck dude. Is called the end. The no. Yeah, he's called the, the analyst. analyst. Yeah, he's the, the analyst. analyst. Right. So he's not the architect. Okay. So it's a new guy who creates the who creates a new Matrix called the analyst. And this time they're using the machines are still using humans as batteries. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then he finds, a, I guess, a more sufficient way to use humans as batteries. Um, and so they jump into the Matrix to find... Well, she jumps into the Matrix. Shout out to Bugs. She jumps into the Matrix to find Neo to basically bring him back to help them end um, the machines. <clears throat> Excuse me. The machines reign over, um, you know what I'm saying, the Matrix. Um and then somehow it turns into him trying to get or him trying to save Trinity once again, which he does in the end, basically. And then somehow Trinity is the turns into the one. And then, yeah, it's a, yeah. So, yeah. It, yeah. That that whole that whole that, thing you know, is weird because it's like I, I, I heard a little bit about a little bit about somebody talking about it. And they were just saying that they think that. They took the PC route on making her like the one, yeah, by making her because it was like now what was funny. Um, that and and thing about it it wasn't a lot of funny things in this movie, but Mm -hmm. it was just funny when um when Neo was trying to fly to see he was checking to see if he could fly. He started doing his little takeoff thing and he went taking off. He was like, "Nah, it ain't working." That was funny, but (laughs) other than that, (laughs) like that was it, and like. What I didn't understand was like, like, like when it comes to the Matrix, right? Mm-hmm. I am very familiar with the first one. Um, the okay. second one, you know what I'm saying? I've seen it multiple times, but you know what I mean? But not like that. Mm-hmm. The third one, I couldn't really tell you anything about it. But um, my whole thing um, is I don't remember, I don't remember Neo being able to do like this whole like put his hand up yeah like yeah no you missed you missing out on everything first off the when they was shooting at him right remember when they were shooting at him he stopped the bullets yeah yeah that's a that's a callback from i want to say the second one with the merovingian so i think the the first one is agent the all three of them are agent smith but the first one is when he get found. The second one, I think, is when he find the Merovingian and the Keymaker. And I think the third one is when he finally get to the Architect, and that's when he destroyed the Machine City. If I'm correct. Um, so the sec- that was a, that was a callback to the second one. I think that was Revelations. Well, uh, that was Reloaded. Matrix Reloaded. What, what was yeah. the last one? Revelation. 
That could have been that one. But I remember okay. the second one was Reloaded. A Revolution, Revelation, one of them. Um, so <clears throat> whichever one was the second one, that's the that was a callback to that one because I know that's the one with the Merovingian where um they go to the restaurant and everything and talk to to him or whatever. Um, which I'm glad they actually bought him back, but I don't like the way they bought him back. But go ahead. No, I was I was gonna ask you how how did you feel about them showing the flashbacks from the older movies. I didn't like, like it. Okay. I, I hated that. I hated that. And the only reason I hated it is because they didn't do it the right way. They were showing flashbacks of the the movies. Mm-hmm. But the way that they brought it in, it was just like you just you just seeing them watch the first movie, the first three movies. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't like they was trying to do stuff to jog his memory, which they tried to throw in there. Like when uh when the one dude was talking to him and he had a flashback of Agent Smith, and then the uh-huh. other dude was talking to him and then he had a flash. I forgot who he had the flashback of. And then when he had touched Tiffany's quote unquote hand, and then he seen Trinity, like stuff like that. To me, that would have made more sense for them to bring it in that way instead of you know what I'm saying, like or him talking to Morpheus, he'd have had that flashback of Morpheus. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that type of stuff. Um, so to me, that's I didn't like that. I didn't like the fact they was trying to rejog his memory through that. Um, also, I, I didn't like the I didn't like the way that they they made Neo come back. Like to me, he should have came back on that same accord. You know what I'm saying? Like when he left, he was he was supposedly. And I and I got something for this too because I don't think that's how this sec. I mean, that's how this fourth movie should have went. So he was supposedly the most powerful character in the Matrix, right? Mm-hmm. Um, coming into this one, he was absolute trash, absolute garbage. Um, but what picks what pissed me off about this whole movie was they missed the opportunity. Okay. And to me, the perfect opportunity was to make Agent Smith the one. Now this is just a this is just like a 4chan slash Reddit thread slash conspiracy that everybody has brought up before everybody has been talking about. I've been a part of this. Like a bunch of people have even, you know what I'm saying, like wrote I mean, if they would have if they would have paid attention to Reddit or 4chan, like they could have just took it straight off of there and just wrote this whole thing and didn't have to pay anybody to write this story. So basically, um the the theory goes that Agent Smith has always been the one. It has never been Neo. So if you remember back to the first uh, Matrix, when he goes to meet the um, Oracle, she tells him that you're not it, kid. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. So then when you go back to, I believe it's the last Matrix, when Agent Smith goes to see the Oracle, which they show in the actual fourth movie, but when they show Agent Smith going to talk to the Oracle, she starts talking about, you know who you are, blah, 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 blah. Like She gets into it. So basically, it seems as if he's the one, because it seems like he's the only one that's breaking the code. Remember, he actually got into the real world and everything else. Mm-hmm. So when um, in, the, in the new in the new one in Resurrection, remember when um, the analyst was slowing everything down? Yeah. The bullet time to do everything? Yeah. If you watch and pay attention, Agent Smith was moving through all that normally. Oh, man, I wasn't looking at that. See, that's what I'm saying. So they could have found a way to make Agent Smith the one, right? Mm-hmm. Where he, Where he's the one who basically brings the whole matrix down because he finds a way to 
interconnect uh, the machines and the humans because he's the, like I said, he's one of the ones that found a way into, you know what I'm saying, the real world. So he could, he, they should have did the where he finds a way to connect uh, humans and machines. And then he basically could have found a way to basically go to war with them, whatever, whatever. And, and they could have did whatever they did, bring back IO. They could have found a way to do that. But to me, I think that they blew a storyline and that would have been the perfect storyline for this fourth one. And then the reason that they would have went back to go get Neo was so he can defeat Agent Smith. That's just, that's the way I looked at it. I see what you're saying. And that's a great point. The one thing I didn't understand about the whole Agent Smith thing was, mm-hmm. well, for, for number one, Shout out to Jonathan Groff, man. Yeah. Like, you he know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, for so did Neil Patrick Harris. But yeah, he did too, but just it, it it's it's because the first time I was ever, you know, introduced to this guy is mm-hmm. Mind Hunters. So okay. I don't really know him, you know what I'm saying? That's my man from Mind Hunters. Right. And it's like to see him as one depiction of Agent Smith because also Morpheus was Agent Smith as well. He was a piece of it. Yeah, he was a piece of it. And like he was, but it was that whole thing of the whole Neo thing. Because he, when Neo, Neo thought that he was him. But Mm -hmm. when he looked in the mirror, he was just this fat, just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And like, that was the same thing for Morpheus. Morpheus looked in the mirror, he looked like Agent Smith or whatever. Well, mm-hmm. everybody else looked at him because he he looked like Agent Smith to everybody else, basically. Well, like in the major. That's that's because remember in that um in that one scene, I, I wanna say it was the third one, but remember that's when Agent Smith was learning how to copy himself. And he remember he got yeah. more he got Morpheus. And uh, when he did that, and that's how his that's how Morpheus ended up becoming the code was because Agent Smith basically once again connected human and and machine and was able to make a copy of that. And then Morpheus basically he got entered into the code of the Matrix. So did you did you like the new Morpheus? I thought Yaya did a great job. Shout out to Yaya, man. Um, for for him to take that role, especially knowing how great of a job Lawrence Fishburne did. And then to me being a younger, more eccentric Morpheus, you know what I'm saying? Um, If you ever watched the, I want to say that might be reloaded too. Um, When, when Nairobi was talking to Morpheus and she was saying, you know what I'm saying? Remember when you was younger, you was a little bit wild too. To me, I think that was that, that was kind of the image that they was trying to go with. Um, great wardrobe, by the way, I got to give him that. My man, my man killed it in the wardrobe in every movie. Um, even, even back from when he was on Netflix on the get down, he was killing the wardrobe. So um, I'm a huge fan of Yaya. I love him in Aquaman. I can't wait to see him in Aquaman too. Um, but he, I think he did a magnificent job of being Morpheus, even though most of the time he was being the CGI version of Morpheus. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, I thought that that was a, a great thing to see. That uh, I want to say it was something new for him, but it really wasn't because he kind of did the same thing in Black Mirror, except 
the you know what I'm saying boning his best friend, but you know what I'm saying like to in me, video, only in the video game, only, only in the video, video game. game, only in the video game. Uh, but nah, like you know what I'm saying he did a, he did a great job in this role, man. Um, for him to kind of put a spin on Morpheus and kind of make it his own, this was to me at least I enjoyed it because. I wanted. I always wanted to see Morpheus open up and 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 do something different than just being like this serious old dude. Because it always seemed like Morpheus was just like this older, strict, militant, serious guy. Mm-hmm. And then finally, we get to see him to where you know what I'm saying he's younger. He can you know what I'm saying he's moving different and he's acting different. So we get a chance to really see him in a different light. And I thought that that was pretty cool. What did you think about him? I thought I thought that he did uh, a, a really good job. Like you said, it's tough trying to play someone who mm-hmm. who who is known for that role. Like a lot yeah. of people, if you, if you say Lauren Fishburne, what do you think? Like a lot of people say Morpheus. Yep. So to go into that knowing what you know, and then it's the second time he did it. Like I mean, mm-hmm. everybody knows if you say Candyman, like everybody's gonna say Tony Todd. Exactly. You know what I'm saying, and him replacing that, so he's had a big year for number mm-hmm. one. Number two, I like the whole fighting scene where they went into the um the dojo and in, in the dojo, like he did the whole quick feet thing. Mm-hmm. I love that shit because yeah. Morpheus did that in um in the first one. Yeah, so I thought I thought that that was dope. So, but yeah, man, it, I thought that he did a really I thought he did a really really good job at it. Um, like you said, he, he was more more younger, more vibrant. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought that was dope because. Morphe was always so serious, like he he barely ever cracked a smile. You right. know what I'm saying? So it it was and like he was smiling like a motherfucker in this. So I wasn't mad at that. I also wasn't mad at Bugs either, man. Shout out to her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know I was her. Just about from to ask Bugs. you, what did you think of Bugs? Yeah, from, man. Uh, Game she, of Thrones, right? Well, I know her from I, I, Iron Fist. Okay. Um. Yeah, that I know her from Iron Fist, so it was dope to see her in there. Cause I like when I first seen her, I was like, man, I know her, man. I'm looking at her, I was like, I know that chick, and that was the same chick from Iron Fist. So she did a really, really good job, man. What What do you think about the job that she did? Cause I don't know her older character if she is a new character or old character. No, she's a new character actually. Um, so. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I enjoyed the heck out of Jessica Henwick playing this role, only because it was fresh, it was something new. Um, and not only that, the way we were introduced to her, right, was not the same way we have been introduced to any other character in the Matrix. So her being basically a new part of the new world or the new modal, as they were calling it, um her being able to jump in and out without, you know what I'm saying, the classic way of getting on the phone. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, they basically just opening doors and going into portals and just switching back and forth, which I I also hats off to the Wachowskis for even adding that part in there, you know what I'm saying, the updates and everything else. So I, I definitely appreciated that. But her being able to navigate through the Matrix with no issue and, you know what I'm saying, basically making it what it was, I thought that she did a great job. Um she has some some great moments in the movie. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't really get mad at her for that, but I think she did pretty good. She kind of was like the new, well, shit, in a way, she was like the new Morpheus. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see I can see where you're going with that. Um, but yeah, they had they had to do that, man, because pay phones ain't a thing anymore. 
Yeah. But even though it wasn't always pay phones, but like well, even even with cell phones, because remember, like in the later versions of the Matrix, like the, I think this, the third one, they had cell phones and they was doing it. But this one, you didn't need none of that shit. The only thing you had to do was basically, I guess, imagine it, and you was on your way through that motherfucker. Yeah, it's kind of like it reminds me of, of like locking key. Like you needed yeah. like a certain key when you walk through the door. Like it'll take you to wherever you well, wanted to go. Like whatever also, you was thinking. Exactly. And also the operator, remember, they kept showing the operator, but the operator was never in the world. They were showing yeah, it he for was our in the world this time. No, no. Wait, nobody wasn't. can see him, but he he like he was there, but he wasn't there. No, listen, this is the this is the best part. They were talking to him, but the visual for us, we could see him. They could never see the operator. So we okay, see the operator. But they're like the characters in the movie aren't seeing him. So like yeah. as she doing stuff and it looked like that he can, you know what I'm saying? Look like that he's in there, that they're really not seeing that part. That's just the visual for us. So gotcha. you know what I'm saying? Like the, the viewer can understand kind of what's going on if you haven't ever, you know what I'm saying, like seen the first three matrices. Gotcha. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. So, so I thought that, that was dope. So before before we get into Trinity, so what did you think of the whole concept of if I'm even saying this right, that the whole image of the Matrix movies that we've seen, they turned it into a game. So it was kind of like more of like a reality show type of thing. Okay. Like, yeah, I, I, I see where you're going. Um, so basically the, the, the point of this was we have to understand two things. At the end of the third Matrix, right, he destroys Machine City, or he destroys the, the capital of Machine City. Um, And remember, the ship that they rode in on, it blew up. Now, somehow, the machines grabbed his body and Trinity's body, and they basically put it, like, they basically put it back together. And put them into pods to use them as batteries. But somehow these batteries that they are using are are like well not not batteries. They're like uh, mainframes. They're like um, uh, uh, hard uh, fucking CPUs. So they basically using him to run the new matrix. So okay. he's basically the creator of the new matrix alongside the analyst. So that's why, like he in the in the um, in the in the movie, they're talking about how he created the program of um, Morpheus to basically get him out of that. And then, you know, what I'm saying he recreated Trinity as Tiffany. Then he recreated Agent Smith as like his the dude at his job that's like he opposing or whatever. So, like, basically, everybody in the in the in the new world or the new Matrix is basically created by neo but they're all pieces as if you know what i'm saying they would be in like a regular world so that was all like basically him or the machines convincing him that this was all real by him you know using him to build the new matrix if that makes sense uh it it, it does it does in a way but still like there was there was so much going on to the point where it was just like, my thing is, this is what really pissed me off about the movie. Like, I feel like, I feel like they didn't keep, well, at least me, engaged. 
Oh, you know yeah, what I'm, saying? I'm with you. Yeah. It, it was like, you know, I found myself looking at my phone, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, doze off a little bit. It's like, yo, this mm-hmm. shit ain't, it's not. I watched it twice. See, I only watched it once. No, and and it was a struggle. It was a struggle getting through it the first time. Cause I, I know think, that's why I had to watch it twice. Dude, I missed the whole scene when it was, on, I almost missed the whole scene when it was on the roof. Mm-hmm. Like all I remember, I remember them going up to the roof, and then all of a sudden, a damn um, a missile or something hit a pl- hit the helicopter or something. I missed all that shit. Yeah, because it was just like I'm looking at it like, yo, like this, this ain't it, right? And it's like y'all put together all this money and to to bring this franchise back, and it, and I just felt I just felt that they kind of underperformed it. Now I did hear some stuff where. Um, production got shut down because of COVID from time mm-hmm. to time, and mm-hmm. there were some people who wasn't really into the film. Like it, it was, it was. I heard there was a whole bunch of other stuff going on. I feel like it but, was rushed, though, man. Like in in a in a in a real live way, I feel like it was rushed. I feel like that, um, like the little corny joke about Warner Brothers being their father, their parent company, or whatever. I thought that that shit was trash. Like that wasn't needed by the writing team. It was a it, to me. It was just a bunch of shit in here that just felt like they they got into a, write, a writing room and was like, let's find a way to make Neo and Trinity the love story. We'll build around that. We'll make Trinity super duper. We'll we'll nerf her the fuck out, and then boom, that'd be the movie that we give them. To me, that's what I felt like it was. It's like I felt like they was told, look, the deadline. We want this movie to come out Christmas, but also. Keanu Reeves has to start filming for John Wick 4 at this time, so we have to work off of what he's doing. Exactly. So I felt like I felt like it's I felt like it was those two things. It's like, yo, the deadline, we want the movie to come out in Christmas, but we have to stop filming by I don't know, June or July or some shit, because he gotta start filming John Wick because they got a deadline for John Wick 4. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like let's try to squeeze this in real quick, get what we can get. And edit some shit down to the point where I mean, if they even edit anything, it was almost right. three hours. Yeah, like so, it's it, it felt like they used every damn film that they had. Well, shit, they needed it. Yeah, and it, but it was, but also it's kind of like a situation where they probably could have did the opposite of what Justice League did, because like Justice League, the first cut. A lot of people were disappointed because they said stuff was left out. And then the Zack Snyder cut come out where it's the same movie, but they just didn't edit it all down. It's like I felt like and they could have edited times better. But I felt like they should have did the opposite approach. I think that they could have edited some shit out and it probably could have made it better. Nah, they could have with with the Snyder with the Snyder joint, I think that and I still say this, well, they should have cut that into a part one and a part two. And then with this one. They should have added some shit in there because there's a lot of shit that don't make sense. We still don't know why Neo and Trinity are so in love and why they're so attracted to each other. We still don't know why Neo is the one. Well, I mean, okay. If he is the, the one. But the Oracle, this is the, okay, right? So let me ask you this. The Oracle told Trinity that she would fall in love with the person that's the one. So you remember in the first one, when Neo died, when when Agent Smith shot him like seventeen times in the chest, mm-hmm. and she was like, she said that you can't die, 
because the oracle told me that I will fall in love with the one. And she was like, and I love you. And she kissed him and he woke up and did the whole yeah, little hands up thing. So that's the only reason I say that is because we don't know who the one and your whole Agent Smith thing makes a lot of sense. That's what I'm saying. That's bullshit. So, but at the same time, the whole thing about them loving each other, maybe so you telling me that that Trinity has been duped this whole time. Because the Oracle now, what they say is the Oracle tells you what you're supposed to hear. Right, and so, that can be interpreted any way for real until you find out what it really is. So this whole thing about Neo being the one could be false, and this is why I say this because if you pay attention to what happened in the third Matrix, and he was talking to the architect, and he said the architect specifically said, "This is something that happens every time. I have to rebuild the Matrix over and over again." He said. You are a different version every time. He said, but somehow you are a constant. So to me, that's not the one because the one is supposed to come and change everything, right? Mm-hmm. Now, what's the difference every every other one of those until now? The only difference now is Agent Smith has learned how to do everything outside of the realm of the Matrix. To me, that makes more sense in making him the one and then just basically making Neo supposedly the savior of, or, or whatever, however you want to do it. But it, it makes more sense to me than to do it like that. Instead of trying to make it a Neo and a Trinity love story, which we didn't even get a lot of Trinity. We got basically just her as some brainwashed lady named Tiffany. And then Neo, who we really didn't get a lot of him either. We just got a bunch of him just in the Matrix begging and pleading just to get her back. Like in all actuality, Neo should have been able to clean everybody up in this movie because we already yeah. seen what he could do. But no, we didn't see that. This is very true. And like the whole little thing of the deja vu thing to where because she was like when, when she first ran into him at the coffee shop and she shook his hand, she was like, do I know you? And you know what I'm saying? And like the way that he answered that question and like that little connection that they had. To the point where she would always want to, you know, meet up with Neo, even though she was married and had kids and shit. Well, the Tiffany person was married and had kids and shit. And like the whole cat thing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like if that's you a callback. That, yeah, that's a callback to the first one. I thought that was corny. He had the name tag of deja vu. Like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, that was stupid. That, that was that, too that, obvious. To, to, to call the cat deja vu, like, come yeah. on. It was too obvious, bro. Yeah, that was stupid. Because, like, if you remember the first one, people, like, when they was uh, it was going up uh, uh, these steps, and, mm-hmm. like, Neo turned around and looked, and the cat kind of shaked and shivered and walked off. Then Neo took another step, looked back, and the cat did the same thing. And it was like, mm-hmm. yo. He was like, oh, deja vu. They were like, what did you see? He was like, oh, well, you know, it's not a big deal. It was like, <laughs> like, what did you see? Because it mm-hmm. actually is a big deal. Because that means that we was compromised. Yep. And for him to for them to bring the cat back exactly and like the whole analyst dude with this cat and it's just like okay man now I will say this too I ain't gonna lie Neil Patrick Harris did a great job Mm -hmm. but I ain't like him as the analyst okay elaborate so to me right 
the analyst is supposed to be an updated version of the architect. Okay. The architect was like one of the wisest people in the movie. With Neil Patrick Harris being the analyst, I felt he was just like some smug, pompous ass prick. So, like to me, it, he didn't have like too much wisdom. He was just like this arrogant ass asshole. Like, um, I think yeah. that I think that if they would have brought the Merovingian back, I think that it would have been not only hilarious, but I thought it would have been pretty cool to see Neil Patrick Harris play that role. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that he would have did great doing that. Um, but yeah, the the and then yeah, it's just I don't know, man. It it just didn't seem like it. It seemed corny to excuse me. It seemed corny to me him trying to play the bad guy because like he to me he don't come off as the bad guy in this movie. Like nothing about him comes off as the bad guy. Even him being a therapist, even when he slowed everything down with the bullet time, even though they named it bullet time, which I thought was weird as fuck, and then. He had the gun shoot and all that extra stuff. Like he just, he still didn't seem like the bad guy. Like to me, it was like, yo, Neo should be able to whoop this dude. True. This is true. So what yeah, about it, uh, just, it didn't fit. So the name is Niobe, right? That was that's Jada Pickett's film, right? I thought it was at first okay. So my remembering was I thought it was Nairobi, but it's not, it's Niobe. So Niobe, I remember, I remember um that was reloaded. That was the second one. Yeah. Where she had the little circle balls on her head. Um mm-hmm. but like her whole character of being like the leader, um, to basically being a person that, that took over, like she's basically like in that world, she's like the new like Morpheus kind of like mm-hmm. in a way. Cause like she's in control of everything there, and like her whole thing is She's mad at Bugs because Bugs is basically breaking the rules that she set, basically. And she had to do the whole thing of locking uh 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 damn Neo up, even though he was broken out and all the type of shit. Which she wanted him to be able to broke out, but but anyway, her whole her whole dynamic of this uh new Majors movies, how how did you feel about that? Um, I didn't like it. I did okay. not like it. Um, even though she played a significant part in um, in Matrix Revolutions, she didn't play a big enough part to me, at least, to um, be the the head of the. You know, what I'm saying the head of the world after that. So yeah, I I just didn't like it. Um, I understood them using her because she was probably the one that. You know, saying they can go to and it'd be cool to use, but just personally, nah, I wasn't with it. I'm with you. I'm with you. I just, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I sit back and and I look at this movie, and it's just like when when you think about the franchise name and the weight that it carries. It's mm-hmm. just like I just I just felt that it, it it was it was undersold it was underperformed it, it it felt like it felt like Keanu Reeves has turned into John Wick kind of right. how Robert Downey Jr. turned into Iron Man yeah 
sure. And it's like to the point where he didn't even change his hair. Like, yo, like I got to keep this John Wick look because like I'm. It's like it's kind of like he was filming John Wick in between the times of filming Matrix. Like, mm. like he he didn't change his look at all. Like that's not Neo's look. You right. know what I'm saying? And it's just like for them to go into it this way, it kind of feel like they. It kind of felt like Neo's like, yo, I'm not not Neo, but uh, Keanu Reeves is like, yo, I'm not cutting my hair. Like I got John Wick coming up, deadline's coming, so. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep my same look that I do with John Wick, and we're gonna infiltrate this into the Matrix. Like I don't know, man. It just felt like it felt I like. I agree with him though. It felt like it was a check. Yeah, that's what I said. It, it felt like they threw all this shit together. Yeah, like it, it literally felt like it felt like a check, man. It was like mm-hmm. it, it felt like people want it. And so they like, all right, well, we'll give it to them, even if it's even if it's not that great. Like I remember, I remember when Ti had got in trouble for that gun shit. Yeah, and he put out Paper Trail right right when he got locked up, mm-hmm. and the whole thing of putting Paper Trail out was just the fact of like, I want to have something out while I'm locked up. So my name is still buzzing. Right. It wasn't his greatest work, but it was just let me get this out there. The checks are gonna clear. You know what I'm saying? My family's gonna be good because people are gonna buy the album. Like, like it's kind of it kind of felt like that. It was just like 100 percent I agree. I, I don't know, man. It, it's it's it felt like but, it to, to me, it felt like they had committed to it. And by the time it was, by the time it was ready, or by the time they had came up with a story, it seemed like they was just throwing stuff at the wall, and something finally stuck. And they was like, "All right, well, let's roll with that." Like they, it, it, to me, it felt like they settled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. They they they, yeah. 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 yeah, they yeah they settled for a check. What they settled yeah. for? Big time. Big time. <laughs> So, um, last but not least, Trinity, man. What did you think of um, Trinity, even though most of the screen time they had her playing Tiffany, um, the unwoke character um, inside the Matrix? What do you think about Carrie Ann Moss's portrayal in this one? Um, first and foremost, Carrie Ann Moss looked. Uh, she, she she looking good. Um, oh, yeah. Hands down, yeah. She she she. I think she definitely done something because she didn't look like this in Jessica Jones. Um, <laughs> she looked at mad old in Jessica Jones. Well, it could have um, been some makeup. It could have been makeup. It it could it could have been. Um, but for her to come back, uh, first of all, is dope. But I I guess the whole thing of like kind of giving her the ability to fly. But it seems like that last scene, it seemed like Neo could fly too because they flew up together and then they kind of flew separately. Mm-hmm. So well, I, he think finally, that, I, I think he finally got his powers back. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, uh, I think that all that was, all he had to do uh, was smash Trinity and his uh, all the shit came back. Man, um, I swear, <laughs> if Trinity's box, bro, I'm be angry. 
I'm gonna be so heated, bro. Oh man, but she she did a good job, man. Like I, I'm not mad at the job that she did. Like I'm mm. I'm mad I'm I'm mad at the movie overall. But yeah. she did a good job. She's always been like first first of all, it's funny to see Carrie Ann Moss in anything other than Matrix. First of all, um, mm. but. I get what people are saying by saying that it's PC mm-hmm. and, and all of this type of stuff like that. Um, but I just, I just felt like it seemed like what they did was they, they, it's like they kind of made Trinity equal to Neo in a way. Yeah, I didn't like that. And then, and then like leaning on her to be the one that flies and all this type. I don't know, man. It's 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 as backwards. I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't like it. First off, they jump, they fly away. She saves Neo from falling by flying. <laughs> this nigga, you tell, this nigga been the one this whole series. She ain't had not one superpower. Now all of a sudden, she got powers. Yeah, where did this come from? How did she how did she develop said powers? Did she did it rub off on her? Did, can anybody touch Neo and get these powers? Like, come on, man. It, it's 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 so much, it's so many questions to be asked because of this. Um, I, I'm not a fan of it. They kept her in the Tiffany thing for too long. They should have like did like half of the movie or the first hour let her be Tiffany and then after that bring her back maybe she could have got brought back so supposedly since she got so many damn superpowers maybe she could have got brought back and then they could have went to go use her to go save Neo maybe that would have been a better part of the movie maybe they could have did that I don't know but I don't like the fact that they gave her powers I don't like the fact they let her fly because that had nothing to do with the first three I don't think she ever had that I uh, I remember at one point in time, the only time she flew is when she jumped off the motorcycle during the crash and Neo had to fly to come save her. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I just, I wasn't a fan of it. I'm not a fan of it. Okay, one quick question. Yes or yeah. no question. Did you like the recreation of the younger Trinity in that room when all the FBI agents, um, when she was all the ass in that room? And then no, Bugs was no. like, yo, that, that didn't happen. Yeah, no, I don't. And the only reason I don't like it is because it's not the same, bro. Like, that scene specifically, they should have never used that scene. They could have used anything else but that scene. And the only reason I say that is because using her in that scene, like, that scene is so iconic. The it fact is. that, you know what I'm saying, that's the first time we ever see her go up for the crane kick and then kick dude and uh, kick the cop into the door or the wall, I'm sorry. And then, you know what I'm saying, she get out and start escaping. So that's the first time we ever seen that in the first Matrix. So that's way too of an iconic scene to take that and then add a twist to it. And then now we see bugs. It's too much. What they should have did was like they should have went into where um, when they was at the club and Trinity had first introduced herself to Neo. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, that would have been a more a, a better way to introduce Bugs into it, find Trinity, find Neo. Like, it looked like she's going on the trail of them instead of watching her beat the hell out of some cops and get into it with some agents. 
So yeah, I, I ain't like that. Fair enough. So uh what did you think, brother? Oh, what are we doing? Five lanes? What? No, I'm talking about what did you oh, think of that, what, of that scene? Trend? Of that yeah, scene? of that of that moment. Uh I see I see why they put it in for the whole thing for Bugs to be like, yo, this ain't what happened. So they kind of mm-hmm. figured that it was some funny shit going on, and that's mm-hmm. when her and the new Morpheus had the conversation about the new shit that was going on. So I mm-hmm. see why they did that. I agree with you to the fact of I agree but I disagree at the same time for the fact of, for number one, it's one of the most iconic scenes. Exactly. But at the same time, it's one of the most memorable scenes. So when it starts to go left, everybody yeah. knows, yo, this is not what happened. So I think that it I, I wouldn't call it lazy. I would just call it like everyone that that is matrix savvy knows how this scene goes. Mm-hmm. So if something starts to go different, you're gonna notice it. So I think that mm-hmm. I think what they did, they took the easy approach. Like everybody's yeah. gonna know this is not how this is gonna happen. And right. so they use the whole bugs and Morpheus thing to show that yo, there's a glitch in the system, there's something going on, something ain't right. So mm-hmm. I see what you're saying there though. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. So you ready for fire flames, bro? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Yoga fire. Yoga flame. All right, you want to go first or you want me to go first? I go first. Uh, I know, look, I'm usually the guy on here always talking about, yo, I'm a sucker for connecting shit, like the whole Mm -hmm. thing of follow the white rabbit. Mm -hmm. Bugs had the white rabbit tattoo. Mm -hmm. You see, I, I like little shit like that. Even with that being said. Oh, no, let me tell you something. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but that's trash. Okay. I don't like that. I don't like the fact that they named her character Bugs because it's Warner Brother, and they supposed to follow the White Rabbit. That's trash, bro. That's too easy. Yeah, but in some cases, with some people, you got dumb shit down. Like you hear rappers talk about that all the time. How they got dumb down the, their rhymes. This ain't, the, this ain't the franchise for that, man. But they did it, and Good. and and they're getting a two for it, man. Like I, I just. I just I didn't I didn't enjoy it. I, I felt like for what the Matrix is and what the Matrix done, like mm-hmm. the the Matrix changed a lot of shit. Like, dude, the mm-hmm. references that you get for the red or blue pill is just insane. Yep. And for them to miss the ball, and I, I and and I think a lot of it, look, some of it, I'm I'm gonna give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. I think John Wick had a lot to do with this shit. I think Keanu Reeves is just busy. And I think that John Wick has a deadline. And they're like, we're going to have to try to squeeze this movie in because this is the only time we're going to be able to get Keanu Reeves. And I think that everything was rushed and all this type shit to get it out by a certain time so he can get back to doing what he's doing with the John Wick stuff. So I'm going to give them a little bit of benefit of the doubt. But with that being said, I still got to give it a two, man. Now, um, only thing I want to push back on is um, when you said that the Keanu Reeves thing, that could have been averted. That whole thing could have been averted. This whole movie basically could have been about Bugs and her crew going to find Neo. 
And once again, bringing in Agent Smith, having him destroy the Matrix and come into the real world or trying to come into the real world and doing that. And by finding Neo, bringing him back. And then basically at the end, they do a scene where they show they show Keanu Reeves and he gets maybe about a good 30 minutes in it. But for the most part, they could have stretched this out into a two part deal. Right. So they could have came out with the Matrix Resurrections. And then after that, you got to see the big fight between Neo and Smith. And then, boom, you got to wait till part two come out or you got to wait till the second movie come out. You know what I'm saying? Or if I'm sorry, the fifth movie come out. So they could have found a way to do this in, in yeah. our in our actuality. You know what I'm saying? They could have they could have found Trinity, brought Trinity back. Trinity, you know what I'm saying, help Bugs lead them to go find out where Neo at. Since Trinity got superpowers, she could have went out there and bust some people's ass to save Neo. Now, she can't fight Smith alone, so now Neo come, boom, he the one, blah, 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 supposedly, and then they get into it. That could have been what it was. Um, you are being very generous. I'm giving this shit a one. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't the exp the the explanation is given in itself. This movie um was trash. The acting was great because the actors are great are great actors. Um that's not the problem. It's the storyline, it's the writing, um, the screenplay, horrible. Um there there was nothing that really they could do to make this movie better. You know what I'm saying? The fighting scenes were lackluster compared to what we have gotten in the past Matrix uh movies. Even fighting with the guns was trash. Um it just it I don't it just everything about this movie seems so rushed to me, man. And I, I just it pissed me off. I'm sorry. Dude, I ain't mad. I ain't mad at it. I only thing I do want to rebuttal is I think that that is a great idea and it's been used before. The underworld. Scott Speedman only did the yeah, first man. two. And then the third one, like they was looking for him. Yeah. Then they used a lookalike. He didn't look anything like him, but they use a lookalike, and like the whole objective is she's looking for him the whole time, right? Because I think what they was thinking was maybe shit just didn't work out, and we'll get him back for the fourth one. But I think he just said "fuck Underworld" all, all overall, which I don't understand why he did. I thought yeah. Underworld was a you know I'm saying a, a pretty good money maker, but. Yeah, I, I like I like that idea. But the only pushback would have been a lot of fans would have been like, "Yo, you can't, you can't do a Matrix without Neo." He still would have been in the movie. He just wouldn't have been as a part of the movie as you know, what I'm saying as he was. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So he still would have been at least in like the last thirty minutes of the movie, which I think you know what I'm saying would have, they could have built up. You know what I'm saying like that the grand finale, and then right before they get the you know what I'm saying getting busy, boom, it's over with part two or maybe matrix five, whatever you want to say, you know what I'm saying? Then they could have went into it with that and they could have did something out of that. And then not only that, this could have been like the final battle between the humans, the machines, like all that shit, man. It, I don't know, man. It, it, it was, it's just, I don't know. You could have brought in a newer character. Like, you know what I'm saying? Since they talking about the machines got the fighting the machines and shit and left the humans out of it. Then it, it's, it's all kind of ways you could have went with this shit, bro. I, like I said, I, I feel like they fumbled. They dropped the ball. Um, that's yeah. I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm very disappointed. How much? Yeah, man. Uh, so let's get into coming soon, man. Okay. 
Coming soon. Coming soon. Okay, so coming soon. Um, we won't be doing anything Friday or um, Saturday. Uh, we will be coming back January 4th. Um, and we'll be coming back with something fresh, something new. Um, we got something in the works for you guys, so it'll be totally different. Um, starting next year, 2022, you will be able to watch us live on Spotify. Well, not live, but you'll be able to watch us visually on Spotify. Um, that's something that we're going to start incorporating back into the pod. Um, so we, I'm taking the time off because I got to get some new visuals together. I got to get some new stuff together. Um, and then, uh, after that, man, we'll be, you know what I'm saying? We'll be ready to rock and roll. We have a whole new list of movies for the um, the month of January. So we also have to get that together. Um, and then also, man, it's, it's New Year Eve. You know what I'm saying? We've been we've been putting in two episodes a week all year long. You know what I'm saying? We we gotta take a break sometime, man. We gotta get our oh, yeah. together. You know what I'm saying? Get back in the in the recharge our batteries and stuff like that. And then uh we'll be back to it. So um man, uh real quick, S Dot bro, I wanna thank you. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you for everything you've done for this podcast, man. Everything, you know what I'm saying, being the homie, you know what I'm saying, being a, you know what I'm saying, like a distant brother. You know what I'm saying? We've been we've been putting in a lot of work, bro. We've been putting in a lot of work. Um, and you know what I'm saying? It's like once again, bro, it's it's always, you know what I'm saying, fun doing this with you. And then not only that, bro, this is gonna be, you know what I'm saying, our what? Is it two year? Yeah, yeah, two years. Yeah, January first would be two would be two years. I was wrong. Yeah. I was I was I was saying three, but it's, it's I was about to say three too. That's why I asked. But, uh, you know what I'm saying, this will be two years we've been doing this pod together, man. So, you know what I'm saying, we got a lot more years to go, a lot more movies, a lot more television to talk about. So, you know what I'm saying, I just want to let you know, bro, I appreciate you, man. And, you know what I'm saying, make sure you have a happy new year. Of course, I'm going to talk to you outside of here, but, you know what I'm saying, just have a have a good new year, man. And, you know what I'm saying, bring that thing in right, bro. Man, thank you. I appreciate it, man. Uh, the feeling is mutual, man. I, I feel like. This podcast, man, is really the one that came at the right time, the perfect time. You know, I'm doing it with the perfect person to do it with. And just the whole thing, like you said, man, like we just really turned into like the like distant brothers, man. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's not it's not no it's not just no podcast relationship. And I feel like yeah. if it's just a podcast relationship, I don't think that it could be as natural as it is. Like I remember right. speaking with um uh, with VJ. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, shout out to her and Murder Be Wrote and you know, shenanigans with friends, all that up, all that shit. But like she was saying that, yo, I thought y'all was in the same room like the whole time. <laughs> she was like, she was like, yeah. because the chemistry. She was like, y'all got this chemistry that you know that like y'all are in the room with each other, and like mm-hmm. I think that a lot of that is because like, you know, what I'm saying we connect on, you know, what I'm saying a friend level and not just a podcast yeah. level. Yeah. So. So I definitely uh, appreciate everything that you've done, um, being able to to pie through rough times because you know what I'm saying yeah. we both have been through them. People people don't know, man. Some some of the shit that I mean, even when it comes to this year, man, and I bring it up again. Um, still haven't heard that breakup episode. Um, so and that that was just that was just one of those times where we both we both didn't have it that day. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? We both yeah, didn't have it. Man. So, um. But that, it hit home, man. That shit hit home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that was that was just people. 
one one of these days I'll know about it. But yeah. um, but yeah, man, just just for you to, to you know to come through, and you know, pie sometimes even if one of us ain't feeling it, you know, we always put it in, and um, it's been great and it's gonna continue to be great. So I'm looking forward to next year. Like we got a lot, dude. I saw something I ain't even know. I don't even know if I would even have the balls to even do it. Like I just saw that Bill Simmons posted. All the movies that they're doing in 2022. Mm. Well, it's like, damn, yeah, y'all listen, just put it. <laughs> that's a great idea, but ain't no telling what's about to drop in 2022. I don't even want to put that out there. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I was yeah. like, yeah, but that's that's ballsy, man. That's real ballsy. Yeah. But um, but nah, we we gonna we definitely gonna get some stuff put together for y'all, man. Um, and I, I just think that we're gonna have. Another another great year this year, man. The podcast grown a lot. Um, we're gonna try to come back and give you all the stuff that y'all want, man. And the only way is the only way that we could really. I mean, I feel I, I'm not gonna say the only way because I feel that we could still take this podcast to the next level. <laughs> yeah. But it would be great if we got more interaction from y'all. I'm telling y'all. Yes, for sure, for sure. If, like if it was more of like suggestions. Even if it's some shit to men you don't fuck with, because we can get on this bitch and we can trash the fuck out of that movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, that, but I, I just think that uh, 2022, man. I think I think that uh, I'm ready for it, man. And, yeah. and no better way to come into it. You know what I'm saying with a uh, with a pod, me and you together doing this shit, pushing this shit. Um, like you say, I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna hit up Casey, man, and tell him. I, and I use a new intro. Uh, you heard it though. Yeah, not fire. intro. No, he uh, said not, he not sent intro. me. He sent me something else. He sent me the one with the vocals too. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard Sheesh. that. I heard that. Sheesh. I, I heard told him, that. I'm like, yeah. man, you playing too much, man. <laughs> you playing too much, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I I used I used the new background music yeah, on, the, on on the Sopranos episode. So okay, I'm looking forward to that one. Yes, sir. But uh. Appreciate all y'all fans, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like I say, I, I'm just I'm just uh, an extremely appreciative person, man. Yeah. And it's just, you know what I'm saying, for, for you to put, you know what I'm saying, your career, not in my hands, but you know what I'm saying, but to, you know, to share that yeah, responsibility that's, that's with both me. Of us. Yeah, that's, that's both of us, man. Yeah, that's man. Saying, so that's, I, yeah. Definitely appreciate that, man. Appreciate that's that, Sure, bro. So, um... As usual, man, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for listening, bro. We greatly appreciate it. Follow us on the social medias, Instagram and Twitter, at ViewAnonPod, um, Facebook at VAPod. Watch group. Once again, don't forget, we're bringing the visuals back. You'll be able to watch us on Spotify exclusively. Um, so if you're on Spotify, if you don't want to uh, listen to us, you want to sit back, kick it, and watch us, you can definitely do that. Um, also, man, follow me on Twitter at Scoops Bronson. You can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Scoops Bronson. Brand new NFTs just went up. Go to my Twitter page. Check those out. And uh, that's all I got. Yeah, y'all can follow me at s.foster8 on Instagram and Twitter at 28 Minutes or Less Pod. That's on IG. 28 Minutes or Less on Facebook. Like I've been mentioning throughout this episode, new podcast out it will be the last uh, podcast of this year um so uh i i did a somewhat of a breakdown in my thoughts on the whole season of the sopranos so uh 
whether you fuck with the show or not, man, it's, uh, I felt like it was a really good pod. I felt like I did really good work on it. So go out and check out that. And um, that's that's all I got other than I hope everybody, you know, have a safe and mm-hmm. bring in a, a, a really good new year, man. That's what's up. Also, don't forget, man, I know we kind of slacked out this year, but 4-3 pod will be back next year. Um, it may be uh, our new cast, but we definitely will be back next year. So um, stay out, you know, stay on the lookout for that. I got some stuff I'm about to work on for the off season as well. Um, maybe even do, I don't know, some um, fantasy football stuff. Uh, so just keep an eye out for that. Um, just like as I said, man, y'all have a safe and happy new year, safe and happy holidays. I get with y'all later. S dot again with y'all later. And um until then, man, y'all already know what it is. Like they say in Hollywood, man, that's a wrap. Cut. We out.